0: WABC. this is Sit and Friends in the Morning. How
1: many have Friends. 77
0: WABC. Disco Friday. My man Curtis Slewa does a great job at this station noon to 1 every weekday all weekend long was tremendous with Sean Hannity on Fox News last night. Curtis, this one goes out to you. Disco Friday. Daniel Penny surrendering to police as we speak. His attorney, Tom Knipp, will give you the exclusive coming up at 940 this morning. You're on with Hannity talking about this last night. There's nobody better not just in New York, but the country, the world, when it comes to New York City, when it comes to subway crimes. So for folks who didn't catch you on Sean Hannity last night, with Penny about to surrender this morning, where do you stand, Curtis, in this Penny Neely
1: Oh, wait. Yeah, it was such a great jam. D train. see <laughs> D train. Yeah. Keep, it, in on. Keep <laughs> it on. Keep it on. Keep it on. What you've been doing all week longer before that. Thank you. I got to tell you that. Uh, but uh, before we get to that, uh, I really don't need uh, manly love to open up the morning at 6 o'clock. You and Lou were lip lock in there. This weekend, guys, if you want to see them, Bay One, Reese Park, they'll be rolling out their tar paper. And I'm going to suggest to John and Margot that we get a float for Sunday, June 25th, Gay Pride. Which you'll have, uh, instead of Vito, Spiderphoria, and Jimmy Johnny Cakes, uh, Witowski, and The Sopranos there, right? it'll be you and Lou. You'll be wearing your chaps, your vest. You'll be waving to the crowd, manly love. And maybe we'll get
0: uh, Dylan Mulvaney up there and George Santos, <laughs> you know, funny. the drag queen. Yeah. You know what's funny about that date? Is that really the gay pride parade? Yeah, yeah. Well, I can't make it that day because June 25th happens to be my thirty-first wedding anniversary with the beautiful Danielle.
1: Look, you just tell Danielle you're having a midlife crisis. <laughs> this this text love uh, between you and Lou and Justin <laughs> seem to be jealous. He, he wants to want to get in on the action. <laughs> he was
0: jealous. Well, him, what yes. do you have a three-way there? Hey, listen, oh, a couple of shots of tequila. Anything can happen. Yeah, circle jerks, right?
1: That's all three of you guys. Oh my God. I, I said to myself, what's happening here at WABC? And, and Lou was all like, oh. He was pretty broken up. And you humble. You uh, said, yes. I humbled myself. What? That's the first time in your life you humbled yourself. I think the second time. By the way, let me ask you a question. With sure. you and Lou, who's the pitcher? Who's the catcher?
0: Oh, we switch. Oh, you do? Yeah. I'm like Jose Akendo. I play every position. Switch hitters. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, look, we're reaching new demographics, right? Yes. We're all
1: inclusive. Yes. Led by our leader of the pack, Sid Rosenberg, (laughs) with his chaps down in the mine shaft. Come on, guys!
0: (laughs) Uh, You know, uh, it's funny, uh, you talk about uh, me and and all the stuff that goes on with my crew here. You know that when the show started on New York 1 this morning at 6 a.m., do you know, you know, you see Pat Keenan every morning and these other, and um, Brian Seltzer's fat wife, do you know who was already sitting on set 6 a.m. with Pat Kiernan? Ron Kuby,
1: whose mommy is a commie.
0: Right. Of course, he was there to talk about the penny. and Of uh, course, of course. Uh, he, he's a white guy, right? A U- United
1: States Marine sergeant uh, from the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli to the subways of New York City. Ron Kuby would want to give him the death penalty. And by the way, uh, it's true. one last thing. <laughs> I was waiting in the bullpen yesterday, man. I was so ready to come in and testify against that Mama Luke Frank Morano, whose number one holiday is Sunday, you know, Mommy's Day. Oh, Mommy. (laughs) And I was ready to drop the anvil on him. Bo Deedle was salivating, and he basically
0: took the knee. He capitulated. He said, I'm sorry. He did. did. And Bo Deedle was in a very forgiving mood. And moments after Frank Morano apologized, Bo said, There'll be no vote, no commission. I forgive. I'm not in any forgiving mood, as
1: you know. Ron (laughs) Kuby, whose mommy isn't coming, stabbed me right in the back. Went into the courtroom with John Gotti Jr. tried to have me whacked five times. I'm shot with hollow point bullets. He testified on John Gotti Jr.'s (laughs) behalf. Said, "You know, my radio partner
0: really deserved it. You know, maybe, maybe would have put a six or a seven bullet into him." (laughs) Well, let me just expand on what Kuby said. You did deserve it. And nobody loves you more than me, nobody. And you become one of the main reasons why this show gets great ratings. I mean that. But you did deserve it. But Ron shouldn't have said that being you was your radio partner. Could it be both? That, yes, you did deserve it, but Ron was still out of line?
1: No, I don't know. I've count how many ex-wives, how many ex-radio partners I've had. I, I have vertical. You know, what was it? <laughs> Bono's birthday the other day. You know, Maybe we should have come in playing vertical. But let's get back to the USMC sergeant from West Slip. Now they've had his information for a week. You know they were doing a deep dive. They they they, they tried to analyze the tattoos that he had on his well, body.
0: When you say they did, you mean Alvin Bragg?
1: No, Who? I'm talking about media that wants to deep six this right. narrative, right? They analyze every tattoo because he's all tatted up. They looked at his record, former Marines, and you're always going to find somebody that says something bad about you. His former high school mates, right? He's a surfer boy, right? He's like a beach boy. So he loves to surf. He's gone backpacking in Central America. He's read Don Quixote. I couldn't even get through the cliff notes of Don Quixote. <laughs> the guy is a. He, he's a worldly kind of guy. You don't necessarily expect that kind of guy to be a jawhead, to be a marine. He doesn't fit their narrative. So they do a deep dive and they come up with belly button land. By now, somebody would have come up and said, oh, yeah, you know, uh, he was talking with Proud Boys or Oath Keepers. Or Nothing. Nothing. Clean. And clean. by the way, hero, as you pointed out, hero. He did not run. He did not flee. He did not have the fright that so many passengers have. And now because he's going to be hit with a second-degree manslaughter charge, so many more fewer of the men out there who already had shrunken culions, huevos, are not going to get involved at all. And I was glad to see that your very dear friend, Arthur Idala, finally decided not to act like an expert on the subway. Uh, four days up, four days. I ride the subway ride to Today, he
0: kept it to his expertise, the law. From now on, whenever he tries to say he's a subway rider, shut him down. Well, he did mention today that he does take the subway three times a day. But to your point, Jesse Waters asked me this on TV last week. He said, you're a big guy. You can defend yourself. Would you do it? And without any hesitation, I said, Jesse, four days ago, yes. Today, no. I was asked the same question in two other spots. Now, you, Curtis, and I mean this in a big way, you've dedicated your life to doing stuff like that, protecting New Yorkers for the better part of 40 years. You're a beautiful guy. God bless you. But a lot of guys like me, if we're in that position, we're not going to help you know. Them.
1: You know, if it ever gets to a trial, you're going to have to speak to the attorney. I know him well. He ran against Bragg, and the people of Manhattan were idiots because they didn't elect the Republican. They went with the Democrat.
0: Tom Kniff, who also, much like the Marine who, who unfortunately killed Jordan Neely, Tom Kniff also served our country.
1: Tom Kniff should have me on the witness stand. How many times have you done uh, headlocks and chokeholds? More than 100. Right. What are the circumstances? Because, you know, the people, you've seen the people react to me. Let's say it's a jury of mostly people of color.
0: They love me. Oh, my God. That's the one thing I'll never forget, the one night all the way back in 2016 when you so graciously invited me to take that Guardian Angel tour with you in the worst neighborhoods of Brooklyn. From the Ville, Brownsville, never ran, never will. And I remember walking into Penn Station. I remember this. And like 20 people running over to you to kiss you and hug you, every one of them was black. Put me on the witness stand. It'll be jury nullification. They'll say, oh, Curtis
1: is the expert. Nobody, you know. And by the way, uh, to your friend, Here it is again, the race card. Eric Adams, swagger man with no plan, right? No, no,
0: no. no, Mayor of the
1: illegal aliens calling Ed Day. Now, remember, Ed Day was a cop. He was one of those white cracker cops that Eric Adams said, I, I kicked the ass of those white crackers that day. Now he's calling him an anti-Semite, a racist. Does he not realize that one third of Rockland County are the Orthodox and the Hasidim? How the hell could he have gotten elected? He got the blocked vote, you idiot, Eric Adams did Lola. So you call him an anti-Semite and a racist. Only white people. The day after he won the primary, you knew he would have to face me after I crushed Fernando Mateo. By the way, has anybody seen him? All of a sudden, what did he call me? He called me a racist, a sexist, a, 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 a misogynist, a homophobe, a xenophobe, an anti-Semite. Remember, they dropped the tape on me. Curtis Sleewa, who protected the Jews at Crown Heights, 30 days, 30 nights, he called me an anti-Semite while he was arm in arm with Screwy Louis Farrakhan and al Slim Shady Sharpton, anti Semite. You look at the definition anti Semitism, you see two pictures. You see Farrakhan, you see Sharpton. Hey. Eric Adams, stop the nonsense. You invited these illegals here. It's your mess, and now we gotta pay for it. And now you're blaming Ed Day and Robinson. And that schmuck, that punch, Steve Newhouse in Orange County and Newburgh State. Well, they told me they were gonna send any illegals. What a pendejo you are, you idiot. Of course he was gonna send the illegals. Hey, look, you set this up, you invited him. Get together with Cardinal Dolan. Let Dolan house them in the rectory, in the churches, in the empty schools. You started this invasion, and now you don't know how to stop it. You, Eric Adams, old disgraziata, Asanda.